Welcome to the Aaron Church Podcast, where our mission is bringing life to everyone, everywhere, every day. Each podcast episode features the latest talk from our church, which are released weekly. We're passionate about Jesus, love to worship together, and are committed to changing our community for the better. Connect with us at aaronchurch.com. Morning, everybody. I hope you're all doing well. We are continuing our series on Acts, and today we're looking at Acts 4 and radical generosity. We want to be radically generous in all that we do. And looking at Acts 1, Jesus says, I want you to be my witnesses. And this is one of the ways that we can be Jesus' witnesses in this time and this place by being radically generous. It says this in Acts 4, the whole congregation of believers was united as one, one heart, one mind. They didn't claim ownership over their possessions. No one said, that's mine, you can't have it. They shared everything. The apostles gave powerful witness to the resurrection of the master Jesus and grace was on them all. And so it turned out that not a person among them was needy. Those who owned fields or houses sold them and bought a price for the sale to the apostles and made an offering of it. And the apostles then distributed it according to each person's need. And Joseph, called the apostles, called by the apostles Barnabas, which also means son of comfort, a Levite born in Cyprus, sold a field that he owned and he bought the money and made an offering of it to the apostles. So we see this absolute amazing radical generosity in Acts 4. Now, I like to think and look and examine uh, myself whenever I come to things like this. Obviously, radical generosity is a value of the kingdom. It's a kingdom value. It's something that God cares deeply about. And I want to care deeply about that as well. But I'm really challenged. I uh, looked at um, a thing called rackets the other day. Now, rackets were something that were set up in the Second World War, maybe the First World War as well, but uh, they were shops that the black market was happening in. But on the outside of these shops, they were dressed like cafes or nice places. So they would have the gingham curtains and they would have tables outside with gingham tablecloths and it would look really, really beautiful from the outside. But if you went inside, there was a racket going on and there was something else. There was the black market going on. And sometimes I think that's true of what we can do in our lives. We can be showing everybody the gingham curtains and the uh, nice tablecloths. But there's something else that's something going that sometimes is going on behind that. And it's really good to examine ourselves and look at that. And not pretend just because uh, generosity is such a great thing that we think we're generous, but to actually look and think, are we generous? Is that a real core thing? Sometimes, I mean, rackets are really lies, but we don't often look at them like that because we sometimes con ourselves, lie to ourselves. Sometimes we can make excuses and we, we dress up our excuses as to why we haven't done something or why we're not doing something. Uh, because they're more acceptable. But the real reason is maybe 
you don't think would be acceptable to somebody else. So we need to look at what we do and um, what we really do feel. So when we look at generosity and radical generosity, I want to look at myself and think, do you know what? I think I've got a lot to learn. I think I've got a lot of ways that I can grow. I don't think I've got this sorted out. And when I look at this passage, boy, I am far away from radical generosity like this. So when my grandparents became Christians, they actually did live quite like the Acts 4 Christians lived. They came to a community not far from here in Clapham and they pulled all of their resources. My grandma used to work in the kitchen and my grandpa used to work in the grounds and then different people would do different things. And they lived by faith and uh, it was what I grew up with learning about. I never actually experienced it, but I grew up learning about those things. And I think for both them and for the Acts 4 people, there was something that they had at the very core of them, which was that their possessions, that what God had given them financially and materially was not theirs. It was God's. I was woken up last night in the middle of the night by some cats screaming outside the bedroom window. So I got up and, well, I didn't actually, I sent Tim (laughs) and he got his torch out and was looking out the window and he said, there's three cats and there's a standoff and they're kind of fighting over territory and they're saying the drive outside our house is theirs and they're having a standoff and there was lots of hissing and, you know, cat noises everywhere. So uh, I laughed and I thought... Those silly cats, why are they fighting over something that's mine? It's, um, it's, I, we own the property. They're having a fight over something that isn't even theirs. And then I smiled because I knew I was doing this talk today. And I noticed that A, I wonder if God thinks that of us when we fight over things and we're territorial and we're possessive. And he's like, that's mine anyway. It really made me smile to think that Um, we sometimes think that we own things and possess things that are God's anyway. And that really helps in thinking about how do we become radically generous? Because it's not ours anyway. How do we become radically generous in our finances? How do we become radically generous in our encouragement to each other? How do we become radically generous in our forgiveness, in our sharing, in our living life together? And I just want to learn more and more what it is to be generous. I think radical generosity does include sacrifice, whether that's financially or whether that's in our time, it includes sacrifice. But I would encourage you and encourage me to keep going on that journey of generosity, to not think that we've arrived or that we are amazingly generous, unless of course you are, but Let us keep going and let us keep exploring what it is to be radically generous in this generation and in this time and let us follow where God leads. Let's pray together. Father God, we are so grateful to you for everything that you've placed in our hands. We want to be generous. We want to share. We want to be givers. We want to be givers of our life. We want to be givers of our money. We want to be encouraging, even if that costs us, Father. 
We want to do that because that's what you care about. That's one of the things that our kingdom values and we want to care about what you care about. So Father God, help us not run rackets. Help us to be honest, but help us to be generous. Amen.